Welcome to Beacon 76. I'm Jason. I'm William. Welcome back, everybody. We really appreciate you listening to us and uh, checking out our latest podcast mission that we kind of put ourselves on with our MCU timeline. And we're really happy to be able to finish that up. It was long but fun. Oh, yeah. It, you know, it, it was really enjoyable being able to talk about something that we both <clears throat> really enjoy a lot, you know? Yeah, and some, some of our topics were a little bit shorter and some of them were definitely longer. <laughs> definitely longer than the others. <laughs> so if we came but, across long-winded, we apologize. But we just wanted to make sure that we uh, talked about the stuff that we cared about the most. And, uh, you know, give us a, some feedback about it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely give us some feedback. So in that last week, I mentioned that I wanted to drop a bomb on you. Yeah, you said it's nine years in the making. Yeah, something like that. You know, I could give, I could be wrong on the on the timeline, but... It's been a while, you know, okay. since, and um, so I, I'm just gonna come out and just come out with it. And I don't know how this is gonna go, this conversation, but it's, I think it's gonna be a little interesting because you're gonna get a real live reaction on something, and I'm gonna get your reaction on my opinion about it. Okay. So it's gonna be interesting. So you're just gonna have to roll with it. No, I'm ready. All right. Throw me the curveball. So here's the curveball for you. I finally finished watching all ten seasons. A small bill. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. Wow, you, you, uh, you, you're sneaky. I'm sneaky. Yeah, so I've been doing it. I've been watching them for a while now. I've been binge watching some small bill. Yeah, and you've been keeping it from. I've you. been keeping it from you for a reason, and okay. the reason was because I wanted to drop this on you and get so you can get a real reaction from me on how I felt about it. All right. So you can ask me some questions, and I could give you my real response on how I felt about. Smallville. Okay, so uh, let's <laughs> let's start at the beginning. Okay, um, that's probably the best place to start. Yeah. What do you think about um, Tom Welling as Clark Kent? I did like him as Clark Kent. I, I did feel like he did have a good portrayal of that character of you know being Clark Kent as a younger character. You know, um, as he got kind of later on in the show. Uh, I, I would have liked to his maturity to kind of grow a little bit more, mm-hmm. but as far as being a younger version of Clark Kent in high school, felt like he did a really good job. Okay, now obviously the show is dated, so there is a lot of like that was so dated. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it was hard to watch some. Yeah, some episodes. but what did you think about like uh, how they played into uh, where he was? starting to acknowledge some of the powers that he didn't know that he had were like his heat vision uh-huh. and, and stuff like that. Right. I, I enjoyed, look, there was some aspects of it that I did enjoy, right? I did like the fact that he was trying to learn how to use his powers and obviously, excuse me, obviously he was really naive to kind of the powers that he had and his full of capability of being able to do certain things. Right. And I, I like the fact that they, they tried to, uh, it was like this learning process with him, right? But I do feel like it drawed it, 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 it drawed out so long because there was some things that he was trying to learn, that he was learning, mm-hmm. that he didn't even learn, he didn't even get right all the way until the end, mm-hmm. you know, like with flight. Mm-hmm. 
So that was really disappointing to me. Yeah, I, you I, know, I, 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 I was really disappointed. Like, like, dude, like, seriously, how long does it take a man? Right? How long does it take somebody to figure something out? This is you know? supposed to be su Superman, and at some, at one point, he's referred to as the Blur. As the Blur, <laughs> like, you could come up with a more original name than the Blur. Yeah, I don't know. I, I there was that I was kind of, I was kind of a little irked about. I didn't really appreciate that. Okay, and then there was like, uh, so what do you think about like? Uh, Lex Luthor, the actor that played Lex Luthor. Yeah, um, I did like the character. Of I did like the character of Lex Luthor. To be honest with you, I think he was probably one of my more favorite characters in that. And his dad, Lionel Luthor. Yeah, I kind of like the Luthers a little bit more than I like the Kents. Mm -hmm. Although I did like um, the guy that played the dad, Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. Right, um, the, the Clark Kent's father. Father, yeah. Uh, just because I remember him from Dukes of Hazard. Jonathan Kent. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I remember him too, right? Uh, but now, my but to answer your question, I did enjoy the, the character of Lex Luthor, yeah. And do you, uh, not knowing that you were watching this, um, the, the season that had Christopher Reeve in the, in the wheelchair, yeah, where he was kind of like this, you know, Stephen Hawking's type character, character yeah, did you? kind of feel like that was a passing of the torch yeah i mean a bit yes i did feel a little bit as though it was a passing of the torch but in in the same sense like when it all came down to it i didn't really feel like like i, I would have liked the the if i'm gonna pass the torch to somebody that they're gonna betray a superman i want to see him as freaking superman mm. right and i don't want him to just be considered the blur all the way into the you know throughout the whole freaking show bro like yeah i that's that was just me. Like at that yeah. point, at that point, if I'm gonna pass the torch at that episode, there should have been a real torch passed, and there should have been some point where it actually okay. Now we're gonna take flight. You get what I mean? Okay. Um, what did you think about Chloe? <laughs> Allison Mackey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Excuse me. I get some water. Um. I did like Chloe. Um. She uh, she was definitely an interesting character, you know. She um, she's very 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 uh, very smart, very witty, you know. And I like the fact that she kind of kept Clark on his toes, you know, and kind of kept him in check with a lot of what was going on. I wish she could have found out a lot sooner, kind of about him, you know. And that way we didn't have to have this cat and mouse game between them for a while, which you could have just been like, she kind of like knew all along type thing, you know? Yeah. She kind of hinted that she kind of knew all along, but she didn't find out until that moment that he caught the car. Right. You know? That and I, uh, <clears throat> I thought it was weird that Pete kind of found, found out, out first. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand that, why Pete found out first. I mean, I, I get it. That's your boy, you know? You're gonna. You're obviously gonna tell maybe your 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 best friend before you're gonna tell some some girl. You know, bros before hoes type thing. You know, but he he. I, th I think she should have found out first. You know, I I really I really feel like that should should have been the the person. Then yeah. And how long did it take you to get tired of Lana? Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. That almost made me stop watching the show. I believe it. 
the the first through it though. The first six seasons, no seven, first seven seasons were hard to watch, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you either, bro. I skipped a few episodes because I couldn't handle it. <laughs> it was one. It was it was a few times where I was just like almost gonna just poke my eyeballs out and stab my ears drums because I couldn't handle any more of the. Oh, I love you. I want to be with you. Coral no, me. me. I can't take it I'm so anymore. Fragile. I'm so fragile. I don't. And I swear to God, if she got in one more accident, bro, it's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> any other human would have brain damage. Dude, any other human would have been like in traction, right? Like seriously, she got in an accident like every other episode or something happened to her every other episode. And I'm just like, are there any more characters in this show that stuff can happen to besides Lana Lane? Mm-hmm. Like I was really, I was so really So I'm sure that when Lois finally came into uh, oh, the it show, was a, you were like, it, yes. yes. Finally. Thank God. What was that around season seven, season it took, eight? It took dish? a while. Yeah. I, I was definitely a lot happier then uh, because it really started getting better for me like around season eight. And I think that's when they moved to Metropolis and he started kind of becoming Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Working um, for the Daily Planet. Working for the Daily Planet. Him and uh, Lois were. But still, it, this whole, like, dude, what frustrated me the most was the whole keeping my identity a secret thing. Right, because mm-hmm. I didn't want to hurt anybody, and it just really got old because he just didn't really want to tell anybody who he was. But everybody kind of just, but people already knew who he was, so it didn't make sense to me. Like, if 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 you have these people that already know who you are, what's what's the point of keeping your secret of those that are closest to you? You know, like with like with Lana in the beginning, like why did it take so long for him to tell her? She he should have just told her flat out in the beginning. And then with Lois, he'd drag it out all the, you know, for like three or four or five episodes before he finally freaking told her. I don't think he told her. I don't think she found out fully who he was until like season nine, bro. Yeah, well, think about Chloe. Chloe only found out because she was like spying around and she kind of like saw it in happenstance. Clark never really told her. But other people were all the other people were spying around and trying to figure out Clark too, and he beat around the bush on it and got out of it. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that with Chloe. He just fessed up about it, you know? So why ain't he... Because Lana called him out a few times on it. Dude, Lex called him out a few times on it. Lois called him out a few times on it. And Lionel already knew about it. Lionel already freaking knew about it, right? And, and yet, he, he just... It was just Lois and Lana that he just could not come to telling them until, like, but he didn't tell Lana didn't find out until she was almost out of the out of it completely where mm-hmm. she wasn't in any more episodes. Yeah. And then Lois didn't find out until like season nine. And um so let me rewind a I do want to come back no, to No 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 to, We're, to, yeah, yeah. I, I knew this was gonna uh, jump around. Okay, so, so go ahead. I, I knew that uh, I wanna talk about how Lana left, but I wanna rewind a little bit and ask you what you thought about Cal. Cal. That's uh, when Clark put on his um, his class ring with the blue kryptonite stone. Oh, the where he kind of is it the blue kryptonite that makes yeah. him kind of go crazy a little bit? Not really crazy, just more like a bad boy vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I would like to see a show like that. You know, this like like little like darker, you know, vibe of Superman. You know, yeah, what I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Smallville didn't have okay. 
And that's the th- one of the reasons I think I wanted you to watch this because it's pre-Arrow mm-hmm. and it's pre-Flash and all like Arrow is is so much darker. Arrow is way darker. Yeah. And this is showing you like a bright and shiny sunny uh Superman yeah. Boy Scout, you know. Yeah, the, and, the Boy Scout Superman and Dude, I get it. I mean, this is I get it. I get it cuz he's He's in this, you know, he's in high school. Corn-fed. Corn-fed country boy, you know. You know, comes from humble roots type thing. Um, he's in high school, so there it, it had this whole high school, you know, you know, vibe to it, and which I, I got that. But, like I said, at some point I just really wanted him to start to freaking grow up. And I don't ever think he really did, dude, until like the end. I always kind of felt like it stayed in this this like like maturity level, you know what I mean? Where it wasn't Im- the immaturity was during like seasons one through six, you know, where he's like kind of really immature, and then he kind of matured a little bit, but he never really got mature like an adult when he like moved in Metropolis. So, what do you think about the um, depiction of the actor that played Oliver Queen? I liked him. With the whole Green Arrow yeah. incorporation into I mean, it. it was cool. I liked the fact that they brought that into there. And I liked the fact that they started bringing in some other characters. Like, a, like a Teenage Justice League Yeah, they brought in because they brought in, what, Aquaman. And he brought in his girlfriend. And then they brought in... Uh, Cyborg. Cyborg. And, and they brought in Canary. They brought in Barry Allen. They brought in Barry Allen, right, as, as the Flash. But um, I, I like the fact that they brought all these, you know... Uh, DC characters in that we're kind of used to seeing, and you know, and they kind of started hinting towards the Justice League type thing, you know, and they, and then they had the um, the Hawk from the other from the Justice. What do they call themselves? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you do. The Hawk. They had the Hawk and the uh, the older the older guy and his wife, where he, they live and they die for centuries. Oh, are you sure you're not confusing it with, like, Legends of Tomorrow? No, I'm not confusing it with Legends of Tomorrow. Because <laughs> I remember uh, legend that happening in um, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, not like around season, um, uh, like, season eight or nine. Okay. I forget. I forget which one, but, um, yeah, let me see. I'll find out who it is right now. Anyways. Go ahead. Uh, keep going. What are you going to ask? Uh, what I wanted to point out, uh, a couple things about Smallville to what is just the um, acknowledgement of planting little Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, and I want to know if you put any of this together. Uh, the actress that plays Martha Kent mm-hmm. played Lana Lang in the Christopher Reeve movies. Right. Yes, I caught that. The, the actor that... Um, heads up Cadmus Labs in mm-hmm. Smallville is Cyborg's father in the Justice League movie. Yeah, I caught that too. The actor that played the Martian Manhunter in Smallville in Smallville plays Cyborg's dad in, in, Doom, Doom, in, in Doom Patrol. Oh, oh, in Doom Patrol. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So there's like all these like acknowledgments and appreciation of like 
passing on like, oh, they were here. Let's also put them here. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I I wasn't sure if you had uh, had noticed that. No, I caught on to some of that stuff for sure. And then it's it's interesting going back and watching Smallville because you have other actors and actresses that have went on to do bigger things. Like Amy Adams is in the first season. She's Mm -hmm. the girl that ends up like uh, making kryptonite shakes to lose weight, but it causes her to be hungry and she ends up eating people. Oh, yeah, dude. That one was kind of creepy. The whole show was creepy. Like that. <laughs> you know, it's like kryptonite has fallen to earth and it affects different people different ways. Uh-huh. Then you have uh, Jensen Eccles. What's his last name? Uh, the guy from Supernatural. He ends mm-hmm. up being Lana Lang's boyfriend in one of the seasons. Jensen, yeah, Eccles, yeah. Yeah, right here. Uh, and there's like that constant... You know, oh wow! I didn't know that they were on the show. Right, right. There's a lot of characters are that like made appearances on the show that have kind of branched out and done other things for sure. Yeah, and so what did you think about the relationship between um, Chloe and Jimmy Olsen? I, I I thought that was I thought that was good. You know, I like that. I like the fact that they were gonna have them hook up together. You know, um, what. <laughs> I, I didn't think that it. I don't know. I didn't really feel like it should have been something that was gonna last. You know what I mean? But I did. I I I didn't see anything crazy about it. Didn't throw me for a loop or anything like that. You know. I like the fact that they um when Jimmy died, right? And they mm-hmm. they brought him back again as a, as his you know brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like the fact that they kind of kept using Well, he does have a twin brother, the actor. I, I get that, but mm-hmm. I like the fact that they brought him back as, you know, <laughs> as himself. Like, played himself and himself as, you know, as a twin. I like that. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I think that that's kind of been like a, a constant WBCW kind of thing where somebody has like a twin of someone uh-huh. somewhere. And having said that, uh, yeah, Hawkman. Yeah. Uh, one of one of my favorite characters that didn't have like a long standing in the season that he was in was Bizarro. Oh, yeah, he was in there for a while though, Bizarro. I just wanted more. You wanted more from him? Mhm. Yeah. Cuz that's like you know, that showed another personality. Mhm. It it was like it was supposed to be Clark Kent, but it's actually Bizarro, and people aren't keen to knowing that it's him, and just like the backhanded things that he's doing behind the scenes. Yeah, I think they kind of touched on that a little bit more, but didn't use the Bizarro name when um, the altered Clark Kent came from that Ultimate Universe, right? They had that. Do you remember that? So they had an episode where uh, Clark got transported to another timeline, and there was a Clark Kent in there, but he was he was actually Clark Luther. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, I think it was like an isolated episode or something mm-hmm. like that where yeah, uh huh. Right, he was actually Clark Luther. Yeah. yeah, it was like an alternate reality sort right. of episode to. Yeah, just to show if the shoe was on the other foot. Like. Well, no, because then they had they that 
that Luther, the father, actually came through the timeline because the Luther in Clark's timeline had died already. Mm -hmm. So that Luther came through and actually started living among Clark, knowing what he knew. I didn't catch that the first time I, I All right. through it. So now you have alternate timeline Luther living on Clark's planet as himself comes back and says that he was never dead. All that was a lie and starts taking over the world again, right? Mm -hmm. And then eventually at some point... Um, that crystal that they have opens up again and that Clark Luther comes through it to Clark's timeline with his original dad and tries to kill Clark. Yeah, there was a whole thing through that. Yeah, that sounds really... I'm going to have to go back and watch Yeah, there was a whole thing through that and it kind of gave that bizarro type feel. You know, this like alternate Clark. Mm -hmm. You know, this totally... Where everybody sees him and they think he's Clark, right? But he's really Clark Luther. He's like the bad dude, you know. So, um, go. I'm gonna go back to some of the <clears throat> earlier seasons where uh, they had like the the caverns, mm -hmm. you know, and there was like a lot of mystery writings on the wall, right? You know, the incorporation of the disc that belonged in Clark's spaceship and stuff like that, right? What did you think about how a lot of that? played out and that really part didn't really make sense to me because i really didn't understand I, I i knew all of anything that had to do with clark as far as all the information that he would get would come from um uh the ice palace what's it called again the fortress of solitude, fortress of solitude right um so i was kind of like waiting for that to appear you know what i mean and that he would start going there and getting all his facts and you know, teachings from from uh, his father, um, which he finally did. I just didn't really understand all the writings on the wall. I'm, I'm assuming that all the writings on the wall were from when um, maybe people pre-Clark had come to the planet, right? And, yeah, I and, found and, that to be interesting. Like, there like was, they're, they, 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 they had there. been there before, mm -hmm. right? Which makes sense because they had mentioned that... Um, Clark's father kind of knew uh, Clark's real father from Krypton knew Clark's adopted father on Earth's father, right? <laughs> I know what it sounds like. You get what I'm saying? Sense, and that's but... not making sense, but it's because he had came to Earth, he'd come to Earth at the time when Clark's Clark's adopted father's father was alive, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and was there. So, and he realized that he was a good person, had a good heart, and kind of felt, you know, you get what I'm saying. So I'm, yeah. I, it was confusing, but at the same time, I kind of understood it because I guess maybe he made himself known, or was doing certain things at the time, so people were wrote all these hieroglyphics about him. So that means that he's probably had been coming there for years and years and years well, you know the, the design for original design for clark to find his purpose was for him to rule over earth instead of protect it yeah exactly that was the whole purpose of him going there mm -hmm. you know he, it was for him to actually be to rule the planet and not just to, yeah. yeah another little easter egg connection two more that i just remembered is that the um the the voice of um, Zorel, Zorel, or Jorel, Jorel, or Jorel, Jorel, Jorel. 
uh, Clark's father, or biological father, <clears throat> was voiced by the same actor that played General Zod in the original Christopher Reeve movies. Really? Yes. Huh. Then the actress that plays um, Clark's biological mother in Smallville mm-hmm. played Supergirl in the Supergirl live action movie back in the day. And she went on to play Supergirl's mom with Dean Cain in the Supergirl series that's on TV right now. Wow. So those are a couple other little nods to uh, former Superman affiliated things. Right, right, right. Um, so let me go back to uh, the whole Lana Lang uh, departure from Smallville that I'm sure you were looking forward to finally. Yeah. Um, she basically, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Smallville, um, she ends up kind of getting uh, permeated with like an essence, a kryptonite to the point to where she can't be with Clark at all. Yeah, she can't be around him anymore or else she, she basically like takes away his powers from him. And could pr- probably, probably kill, kill him. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She ends up kind of having her own powers at the end. You know, before she leaves. Um, I mean, I, I guess, I guess if if she's gonna, if she's gonna, I think that was probably the only way that they could get her, get her, get her away from Clark, <laughs> because uh, it had to be forced, man. And that was like literally forcing them away from each other, mm-hmm. which was like, finally, thank God, you guys aren't going to be together anyway. We already know this, right? So let's just, what we're going to do is we're just going to put something in her to cause her to not be able to be around you at all, <laughs> right? And I, I was so glad that was over because that was so long and drawn out. Like, honestly, this back and forth between them, are we in a relationship or are we not in a relationship? I love you. Oh, I can't be with you. Oh, I'm going to be with you. I, you. You lie to me. Oh, it's just so overwhelmingly dramatic i just couldn't handle it bro there was so much drama oh yeah and it was so much drama it was that teeny bopper drama that i just can't handle dude remember this is like like early 2000s that this started and yeah it it was uh it was intended for a younger version uh i mean if we i'm not so when i listen when i started watching smallville I started watching it after it had already been on and finished watching it while it was still on. So that gives you an idea. When did it finish? I think in 2010. I think it started in 2000. Okay, so... So I think that our... So you were like in your, what, late 20s? Mm-hmm. Late 20s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you... You know, it shows arbitrary. I, I think I, if I, I would have been watching it in my late 20s, bro, it would have probably been a little bit better off for me. I would have been a little bit more tall. But I'm 45 years old watching a teeny bopper show, dude. <laughs> you know how awkward it was having this conversation with my wife? Like, what are you watching? I'm watching Smallville, man. I'm just trying to buck up. Yeah. Through it. Sometimes it, <laughs> it, just, it was hard, man. I know. And I recently went back and started watching <laughs> this with... With uh, with my daughter. Now, see, I could do it like that. You know, I probably could sit and watch it with my girls, but mm-hmm. none of them are home right now. So. Yeah, and she, you know, she's enjoyed it, and I think we're on season eight, and we haven't picked it up. 
again. Mm-hmm. This is my second go through uh, uh-huh. of watching it. Right. And so it's kind of like I'm seeing her enjoy it, and um, she likes the music of the opening. D- okay, pause for a minute, bro. Mm-hmm. I will give Smallville one major, major kudos. The, the soundtrack to Smallville is like the freaking soundtrack of my life, bro. <laughs> it took you back, huh? Dude. Mm-hmm. I am not going to do it seriously. That, the soundtrack to Smallville was on point. They knew how to pick music. If anything, they knew how to pick music. They even had uh, like current artists perform at like some of the dances and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They definitely had a legit soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know, I've even put it in my YouTube play and said just Smallville soundtrack and hit play and played it because it's pretty. Le- it's a, it's a nice little mix of music for sure. Okay, so it seemed like uh, you know. Lex Luthor was kind of like a, a primary villain, yes and no. Yes and no. It, I think what I liked about Smallville is that it seemed it showed that they were almost brothers. They had like a brotherly friendship. Well, I I at feel, the beginning and I, it, yeah, started, it, it still started, started to fade. fade away. Yeah, and Lex Luthor started to fade as like a primary source, the same way that Lana did towards mm-hmm. the end. So, having said that, uh, another villain that I liked being well i don't remember a a lot about how the storyline played out but Mm. it's probably more fresh for you because you just finished it um is doomsday oh yeah the doomsday character uh he um yeah he was definitely a a a good he was definitely a good a villain for sure um I thought it was kind of weird how they incorporated him being, like, being able to form between human and his doomsday form. Yeah, I I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that either. I I felt like maybe the the better villain for a while was maybe um, Brainiac. Oh, yeah. I felt like he was more of a villain for a a good stretch of time. Yeah, and that, I'm sure that... So that that actor, uh-huh. he's um, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I think he, him being on Smallville kind of pulled some of that audience over to that side. It probably did. A little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of felt like he was more of a villain than maybe Doomsday was. I kind of felt like Doomsday was more of a, just a, a show filler every once in a while, mm-hmm. you know, where they just kind of brought him in to kind of put something in there. Yeah, I think that they could have done more. They could have done so much more. Especially knowing now. that in the comics... You know, Doomsday is the quote unquote death of Superman. He is, and, and but yeah, I, I agree. I, th- I feel like they could have done more with that character. You know, I feel like they could have done more with a lot of the characters. But again, we're looking at the John, the timeline and when this was coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. the the technology. It's crazy that we're saying this. Like we're in 2020, and this all finished up in 2010. But we're saying that the technology that they had then and the technology that they have now was far more superior. Yeah. Which it is. It's it's funny. Because yeah. like if you see some of the CGI and the graphics and the... And the it's really... You, you watch it now, dude. You're like, dude, this is really bad. Like, mm-hmm. but back then yeah. it was like that was that was really good. Mm-hmm. You know. Now you would see shows like that on 
like sci-fi. Like, it, like exactly, <laughs> right? If you if they put a movie out with that sci-fi on, I mean that that CGI on right now and put it on the theaters, it would go straight from theater to the you know TV. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't it wouldn't do it good at all because that's how bad it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and sometimes you, you, you can get lost in uh, some of the fight scenes, like where um, Lex Luthor like crushes a sword against um, Clark's face. Yeah, but that was in but a, then that CG too, and you're like, oh man, yeah, that's like really tacky. <laughs> that really tacky. Yeah, that was really bad. You know, and then. Um, yeah, the and the scenes like when Clark finally started like doing like he wasn't flying, but he was like doing super jumps and stuff like that. You start wearing that trench coat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what the hell was with the trench coat, bro? What are you What are you gonna do? Like you gonna flash little? You gonna flash people on the on the road? And like I don't get it. What was it with the trench coat? And it was it was it supposed to like sim symbolize a cape? Okay, baby. <laughs> Yeah, you know. So one, uh, one I, of the uh, it was <laughs> one of the later villains is uh, General Zod. Zod, and I don't know that I've ever seen the actor that played Zod before or after Smallville. Right. But what did you think about? I liked I liked the General Zod mm-hmm. character. I did. I, I felt like he played a, a very, like I said, I, I really fell into. I really got wrapped up to it a little bit more when it got into like eight, nine, and ten. When Lana was gone, when Lana was gone, when he—I can't remember if it was season seven or eight, but it was when he moved to um, Metropolis, right? Uh, and he, yeah, although he kept, although he would go back to the farm every once in a while, I felt though as though um, I was happy to kind of get get out of the farm boy stuff and get into a little bit more. You know, being Clark Kent and stuff like that. You know, I, I like that. So when we got to, you know, General Zod and all of that, I, I, I kind of felt like I liked that. I was I, I was able to watch it. And I actually didn't skip a single episode from like 8 to 10. I, I, I was able to watch them all. And Zod was probably one of my better, the better characters in there for sure. Well, unfortunately, I think he was like towards the end of the whole... And I'm not going to... Dude, seriously... Uh, uh, Lionel Luther, the the dad, the guy that they got to play that character did a really good job of playing that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're on the topic, I just <laughs> they're gonna keep coming to me. Another, no, no, no. Another, that's, I know that, uh, that's uh, why I brought. Uh, yeah, I wanted to, this is this another is it. Easter egg that that came to me. So uh, you remember the um, actress that played Super, uh, Clark's cousin, Supergirl, in Smallville? Yeah. Okay. In the Supergirl series that's on TV now, mm-hmm. she plays a version of Brainiac. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So they, they, that's another little... Huh. So he's just keeping it all in a fam right now. Yeah, it's that... that so when Supergirl started, it mm. first aired on CBS. She was probably mad she didn't get the and role. So, <laughs> so they immediately took her in the season, in the next season... And like incorporated her in like a crossover with the Flash, uh-huh. and then had her do part of the CW. So this is like all an all-encompassing. When Smallville was on, it wasn't the CW; it was the WB. It was the WB. Yeah, but it's still 
part of the the Warner Brother family. Yeah, exactly. You know, <clears throat> so I think I like that they they do that because who knows five ten years down the line they might decide to reboot Smallville. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I think I heard some rumors about them doing something like that. You mm-hmm. know, uh, let me ask you this: as far as Tom Welling, do you think that? I mean, he's he's our age now. Yeah. And <clears throat> would you have liked to seen after Smallville was done him be a portray Superman in a motion picture? No. Okay. Why? No. And not I. I would have. I would have. I think I would have preferred him doing more of a. Now that you've done Smallville, maybe they did a a spinoff of called Metropolis. Hmm. You know, and him actually being Clark Kent, and doing a show like that, I I would have enjoyed that more, because I did like him as a TV series. Right. Um, Superman, honestly, mm-hmm. I could not get myself wrapped around, and that's just to go because his acting was good, and, and and his betrayal of him was good, but I don't think it is at the level of being in a motion picture, right? I just don't think that he would have made it, honestly. You get what I'm saying? Because I I feel like there would have been so much, so many more better actors that could have probably done it. In a motion picture than, than he could, at that time. At this point, right now, I don't know. Oh, right. No. You know what I mean. <clears throat> I haven't seen him in anything, really. Okay. Um, well, one other thing, the only other thing that I know that he he's really done is I know that he was uh, involved behind the scenes with the production of a CW show called Hellcat, which mm-hmm. was like about cheerleaders and stuff. Uh-huh. Never watched it. But he was involved with that. And then um, there was a movie called Draft Day with Kevin Costner. I remember that. Great movie. That's a good movie. And he played a quarterback Okay. in that movie. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, it, I mean, it, he played a quarterback in Smallville, so it kind of fit. <laughs> so yeah. um, I don't know if he just, you know, the, the only other thing that I know that he's been in is the, uh, in, the in the current like Arrowverse thing, mm-hmm. there was like a transferring of different universes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Lex Luthor has um, a book that's similar to like the Darkhold or something like that. Okay. In in the storyline, and he's he goes into that Smallville storyline, mm-hmm. and it, Tom Welling is like chopping wood, right? Yeah, and, I'm looking at I'm looking at the. Um... Is it like IMDb right now? And it shows that he's in a few movies. It shows he's actually been in the TV series called Lucifer. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he did do that. He was in the Cheaper by the he Dozen played, movies? Um, he played uh, Kane. Oh, okay. He was in like, the Cheaper by the Dozen movies? You know, like Kane and Abel? Yeah. He yeah. played Kane, and he was, uh, he, he was cursed to live uh, among the living for what he did to Abel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. I do remember that. He uh, that was a good role for him. It was nice to see him come back, and that's on the that was on Fox. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good show, Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have. He was in the movie. It. He's in the movie called, like you said, Draft Day. He was in the Fog. 
Oh yeah, man. and then uh, let's not talk about let's not talk about let's not talk about, no. talk about the fog. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful, there's a fog. Mm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but see, like I don't feel like he's done enough acting, acting, you know, to really like solidify himself as a big time actor to do like a big time role. But like I said, I would love to have seen him in a spinoff. Yeah, the the your that whole, would have been rad. Your whole idea about having a spinoff of because shows today, if they do well, they try to do what's called a backdoor pilot, where they incorporate a new show mm-hmm. um, in the current show with new characters. Yeah. And like, oh, if you like these characters in this episode, we're going to be starting this whole other show with these characters. Yeah. To get you to watch. On the same well, channel on a different in 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 real in, in retrospect, I think they probably kind of did that a little bit with Smallville because in the later years they started implementing some of the characters like Canary, Green Arrow, um, and um, and Flash, mm-hmm. right, and Supergirl. They started implementing them into those into those to see how the people felt about them, and then what they do later on down the road, they started making TV series based off of those characters you know what i'm saying yeah because we uh later on uh i think they came out with birds of prey yeah, but what, so they do all these seasons yeah exactly so they do all these characters they do they do all these spin-offs with like flash and green arrow and stuff like that but why don't they ever do spin-offs right with like lex Luthor? you know um captain zod right or like Brainiac. Why don't they ever do spinoffs with those characters? Mm-hmm. You know, and have backstories on them. You know, yeah, because that'd be kind of cool. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're in a world now where we enjoy finding the origins of our villains. Yeah, and dude. I want to know what happened, how okay. that all came about. So there's been two Maleficent movies. Yeah. And right around the corner later on this year, we're going to get a whole TV series on Disney Plus that surrounds Loki. So we're going to get to see more of a, a whole villain. A villain. This is this is Marvel. This exactly. Is Disney. Okay, so bear with me. This is on the other side of the coin. So we have Loki. Mm-hmm. He's going to get his own TV series. Right. And then we also have Cru- Cruella. Cruella. So we get to find out the origin of how... She, she came to be who she is, mm-hmm. and it, I get it. And it see that, and you know, it's it, it was always so taboo to be the bad person and 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 want to know what where all that came from, you know. And I always wanted to be like, we need the movies about the superheroes, right? But yet, you can't have a superhero without a without a, you know, a villain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have. We can't have one without the other. Yeah. We, so I gotta know who where the villain came from. Yeah, and more, I think more shows, movies in the future need to kind of focus in on why they're making this, the decisions that they make. Exactly. Why you, you can't just have a villain? Why are they justifying doing the what we might view as yeah, wrongdoing? Exactly. Exactly. And 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 I I kind of like the fact the way the Smallville did that. They really. They really kind of painted the picture of why Lex Luthor became who he is. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And how he kind of became. They really painted the picture of with that whole character, you know? So you really got this name. Now, from now on, when you watch a super villain, you know, when you watch a super, I can't even talk, a super, super, Superman movie, Mm -hmm. and it has Lex Luthor in it, you're going to always kind of have this mindset that, man, at some point, those two were friends, almost brothers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And how it all just went from good to bad to worse with them. Now, uh, another thing, now that you've touched on the brothers thing, there's two actors that were in Smallville Mm -hmm. that went on to be brothers in The Vampire Diaries. Really? I never watched The Vampire Diaries, so who who was that? uh, Ian Summerholder. Uh Uh-huh. And um, the actor that plays um, Damon's brother, Stefan, in Vampire Diaries, uh, he played uh, Lex Luthor's brother, Julian. Like, he went to Tokyo or whatever and interacted with him. Uh-huh. And then Ian Summerholder had that, Ian like, Summerholder. kryptonite heart or something like that. Oh, no, he played Adam. Played Adam. Yeah, he played Adam in Smallville. Where yeah. He needed to inject himself with some kind of serum yeah. in order to, you know... He lived in in the uh, small room in in the cafe up right. above. Yeah, you remember that. Mm-hmm. So both of those actors were already in the the CW family, and they went on to be brothers in the Vampire Diaries. Oh wow! There was eight. There's eight seasons of the Vampire Diaries, and that's over now. So that's another incorporation of people that were planted. In one show that kind of transferred Trans- over to another. One. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So yeah, I um. So all in all, dude. Okay, all in all, my opinion of the Smallville was. I it was, and I'm, I'm gonna give it credit because I'm gonna give it some credit because I I did watch it a lot later than when it came out uh-huh. right it is very dated mm-hmm. i think if i would have watched it back then i might have been a little bit more captivated by it as far as it being you know what it was watching it now it was a little it was a lot harder for me to watch and i wasn't as engaged in it as i probably would have been maybe when i was younger you get what i'm saying because like the first like i said the first five um, six seasons like it was really hard to watch bro because it seemed like it just really got repetitive mm-hmm. right and, and it, it just kind of so probably really petty you're like this is like yeah, teenage it was, stuff. yeah it was really petty and the whole vibe between lana and 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 clark just drove me back crazy dude mm-hmm. like seriously I, I was so over that that like I said, there got to the point where there was some episodes where I just was like, okay, click. I already know what's gonna happen, right? Like I can predict the way this outcome is gonna happen, and I'm just gonna fast forward. And I jumped episode, and I and I would start the next one, and then I'm like, they're still on that. They're still talking about this freaking thing. All right, I'm just gonna click to the next one, right? And then if I felt like I missed something, then I would go back if I needed. If I felt like I needed to, mm-hmm. like I felt like oh something just major happened, I need to jump back. So overall, if you had to give Smallville, I know that the age being that you are and you've considered, you know, that being a factor. Yeah. I mean, 
being a fan of the DC universe and and uh, of, of Superman and some of the other characters that were in this show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Overall, if you had to give it a grade, what would you give it? A C. Oh wow. A C. Okay. And that's just that's just because I really just felt like it was really repetitive with a lot of the storyline. You know. Yeah, I know that you've. I, I did, that's the that's one of my that was one of my major pet peeves. Yeah, and it you've said the same thing about Flash, and that's why you started wa- start yeah. watching the Flash. I felt like like with shows like Arrow, I felt like you know it it they tell like the last couple seasons, it really kind of you know it had good storylines and it really mm-hmm. kind of stayed you know on this flow where it just really didn't get really repetitive with itself. You know what I mean? Um, but like with the flash i mean like how many speed guys are you gonna fight bro yeah, yeah and then i told you that yeah when just, you set it down the next the main next villain is not a speedster. speedster yeah i get it but i i just um i'm not saying it was horrible dude because i really did start enjoying it like i said the last like three or four seasons you know and i think that's what brought it up the grade up for me though because it probably would have been a little lower. If it would have stayed the way it was, I probably would have gave it like a D. Mm-hmm. But I moved it up to a C because I did feel like the last few seasons when they added in Lana, they added in, um, I mean, Lois Lane, they added in uh, the Arrow, the dude that played Arrow, and they started implementing in some of these other uh, you know, older characters. Um, and the maturity level kind of up itself a little bit i was i was a little bit more intrigued by it all right well i feel bad too because i know that you you all you hyped it up so much that's because and that you you enjoyed it uh, you enjoyed it a lot bro i I know you did yeah i know i listen i have and the ending oh my god don't even get me started on the ending bro that ending was horrible yeah that last episode was the worst freaking last episode i've ever seen on a tv series in my life (laughs) yeah I, you come on, dude. Even you have to admit that last that yeah. last episode was horrible. Yeah, they ended with they ended that on crap level. That was a that was a worse ending than Goat. Yeah, my uh, my brother in law Ben. Last time I talked to him, he hasn't. I don't even. I don't know if it's the last episode that he's watched or the last season that he's watched because uh-huh. he had the same nostalgic view on it that I had when I watched it. Yeah, and I think that that's. I mean, I still feel like I have that, that first general impression. Yeah. And me being younger when I watched it, I had the benefit of that. Yeah, I think that has that has a big benefit for you. I mm-hmm. think, honestly, I think if you were to just watch it right now. No, I've rewatched it. No, I mean, this me like me. Mm-hmm. If it if was, I, if if I was this age and I had watched it for the first, first time, time, yeah, you'd probably have a completely different outlook. Yeah, on it. I'd probably get bored real quick. Mm-hmm. But because you watched it when you were younger, it's very. I can agree with it being very nostalgic. Well, for you. Let, let me put it to you this way: I, I enjoyed it so much that I have all ten seasons on DVD. <laughs> I know you told me. Home, I know. I know. You know, ready in case it's ever not streaming, and I want to go back and visit it. I have and 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 hey, I have the option of doing that. Yeah, and I, dude, kudos to you on that because I, I'm, I. <laughs> I have no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna clown on you about that for yeah. sure. You know. I mean, I'm just from my point of view. From me, 
I I did not have the same Oh, that's okay. You know, feel about it as you did. But hey, you know what? But all in all, there was some there was some there was some pluses on it, uh, on it for sure. Every TV show has a uh, has a slump. <laughs> it has a like either it starts out slow uh-huh. in the middle it's going to get slow and you power through it and it might get a little bit better. Uh but I, you know what, you you were a trooper, you you were super secretive about it. Kept <laughs> yeah. this secret I, I have been me. keeping it for a minute. I, I knew it took a while for <laughs> yeah, you to get through it, it with your free time. Yeah, I did. And uh, you know what, I commend you, and I appreciate you. Not only it, it says a lot that because I'm sure that there were things that you that happened in the show. You're like, oh man, I can't. Uh, I got it. Yeah. I want to. Dude, talk to there were so many times this. I there was so many times I bit my tongue. Like I, I felt like I almost slipped a couple times, because um, I, well, I there was some things that happened in the show, and I wanted to like, you know, talk to you about or you know or bring up in a conversation, mm-hmm. you know. But I had to. I wanted to just keep it on the DL. And uh, yeah, and ten seasons is a a lot to try <laughs> to remember. It is. You know, it is and, a lot to try to remember. It's, it's a it's a lot to to process and oh, to go through. One one twist that I did like, okay, was with the mom, uh, Martha Kent. Yes, okay. I liked the twist with the mom how she didn't just you know become like you know some widow on a farm. Oh, she went back to work, and, and like, she went up into the government, and mm-hmm. you know, and then she ended up becoming the um, the uh, the what was it the the red the chess piece where they they used the, the chess red queen the red queen she ended up becoming the red queen, you know, mm-hmm. and how she used a lot of her political power to kind of keep uh, Clark on the secret a secret. You know, and she used some of her political stuff to kind of like help him in certain situations. I I, I thought that was a pretty cool twist, man. I, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That kind of that kind of threw me threw me for a loop when they did that. I didn't see that coming. Oh, I definitely didn't see that coming. I like that one. So anyway, all in all, there you go. There's my bombshell I just dropped on you, dude. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know what? I I welcome it. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm definitely gonna uh, have to go back and watch some of the things that you mentioned that I didn't quite remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for uh, uh, bringing this topic and dropping this bomb on me and throwing me this curveball. Uh, I was ready. I was ready. I wasn't as ready for it as I thought, but I already know about Smallville. That's why to I didn't think to... it was gonna be an issue because we've already been talking for almost an hour, bro. So I kind of felt like you would be able to, you know, get through this. Yeah. Definitely. So... Thank you, thank you so much for for finally watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, bud. Yeah, I'm well, with you, so man. Was it worth it? Was it worth keeping the secret in order to? See yeah, man. This it reaction? was. It was. It was worth seeing your reaction, dude. Especially your first reaction when I told you that I finished watching it. <laughs> yeah, you can't see the look on my face through our. No, podcast, man. But... Just imagine shock and awe. <laughs> yeah, I was dumbfounded. <laughs> Seriously dumbfounded. Yeah, but uh, right on, that's man. pretty much it for uh, this episode. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. But until next time, uh, in our next episode, we're going to bring you another compass. Yeah, we're going to drop another compass on you guys. We haven't fully decided what our compass is going to be, but we feel like we want to bring another compass to the table. So uh, definitely stay tuned, and thank you once again for listening. We appreciate you. Yeah, and stay safe. And peace out. Peace out.